0: Let's take this first shot. Let's do it. Shot one. Oh my God. Shot two. <laughs> oh, uh-uh.
1: shot, shot three. Shot three.
0: See, I'll admit the third one's a little rough. It was gonna... a little rough. Don't you do it.
1: My mouth is watering. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's the first side. This is three shots in. I'm fucking drunk. <laughs>
0: welcome to three shots in I'm Jess
1: I am Jake and tonight we had some a big variety of shots
0: we had a lot of different things yes and I was not happy with the result
1: I was definitely not happy with the result It was a, a cleaning the cabinet sort of situation we had mm. some near empty bottles that we needed to get rid of
0: yes our liquor cabinet was very cluttered and we did not have the opportunity to wait for spring it was time. Yes. Time to clear the liquor cabinet of many large bottles with barely anything left inside them down at the bottom. And so we we took on a task.
1: We did. We started with, I mean, probably expired Fireball. Okay. Then we moved on to what, what tasted like expired. <laughs> uh, Ivanovich Blackberry Vodka. Yes. And then we finish it off with, Probably not expired, but just as gross. Rumkila.
0: Rumkila, yes. Um, In my opinion, that was the freshest one.
1: Well, if you recall, the first time we drank Rumkila was Christmas of 2020. So it's over a year old for sure.
0: And yet it still tasted fresher than the Fireball and the Ivanovich Blackberry vodka.
1: I almost threw up twice.
0: I noticed that. Your eyes were watering and they, they became red.
1: Yeah. I was crying. My mouth was watering. I gagged.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that is all available for you to see on our Instagram, three shots podcast, three shots in podcast on Instagram. Go ahead and take a look at that.
1: Yeah. Go take a look.
0: You can watch Jacob almost vomit. What are you, what are we drinking today?
1: Oh, I'm taking a big old sip out of my, uh, my little 40 here. A little one? A little 40. Yeah. 40 ounce. What is it? I think I have a lager and you have malt liquor. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, And these aren't just any regular 40s. These are 40s in paper bags.
0: Yes, they are. I've got Mickey's Malt Liquor over here.
1: Oh, fuck. We're naming them. I got the Bull. (laughs) Bold Lager by Schlitz.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, there's a reason we're drinking these 40s this way. That's because tonight's topic, or today's, if you're listening to this in the morning, is parks.
1: Parks.
0: Yes. Now, to be more specific... We decided parks as they related to crime.
1: Yeah, we kind of had to focus a little bit on parks because there's a lot that can happen in parks.
0: A lot of things do happen in parks. But one thing that happens for sure in parks is that people drink 40s out of paper bags. They
1: do. They drink 40s out of paper bags and they drink random liquors.
0: That they find. Yes. Yes.
1: Which is what we did tonight.
0: We did that for the sake of the podcast. Yeah, it was in theme. It was in theme. And we, uh, well, you know. We're ready to move on to our weekly updates.
1: Weekly updates. How about you go first this time, Jessica? Sure. In 10 words or less, can you please tell me about your week?
0: I can, probably. Um, Finally, getting back to a regular sleeping schedule, enjoying it. Nice. Yeah.
1: Regular sleeping schedule. Can you explain?
0: I can. So uh, Terry and I had kind of developed a habit of staying up until like four or five in the morning. Shit sleeping in until like 11.30, 12.30, and then um, not really like talking to each other a whole lot. <laughs> right. Like sitting with each other and having like breakfast, but then getting to work because it was so late in the day. And then, you know, we've got both kids running around, all that boring stuff. Um, anyway, we weren't sleeping well. Okay. And because we weren't sleeping well, my snoring was off the chain, ah. which means we also weren't sleeping next to each other. Ah, uh, Which isn't the preference, but we've been much better about that. And I, by we, I mean I have, especially. So my snoring is no longer off the chain. It is now back on the chain.
1: <laughs> back on the chain.
0: And uh, I'm getting much better sleep, which I'm pretty happy about.
1: That's good. You popping some melatonins?
0: No, no, no mellies. You
1: drinking some sleepy time teas?
0: No sleepies. No, no chamomile. Nothing? Mm-mm. Just, you know, going to sleep at a decent hour, waking up at still pretty late but <laughs> not as late as like you know as as it was before
1: mm-hmm. what about you uh so for me have been doing great job at avoiding packing for mexico
0: ah yes you were leaving for mexico next week
1: i am leaving for mexico in like two days mm-hmm. from this recording so the day that this recording comes out
0: Is the day you leave.
1: Is the day I'll be in Mexico. Mm -hmm. That's right. When you're listening to this, if you listen to it, the day comes out, I'll be in Mexico. It'll be cool.
0: You'll probably do all your packing Sunday night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what we've been doing because we're like, oh, you know, we really need to do this and that. And then next thing you know, we're just sitting on the couch and like the laundry's been done in the dryer for like three hours. Right. And, you know, we're two movies. We're two movies deep. We're not going to stop now. you are not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, The trash has been avoided. You know, the whole thing.
0: Mm hmm. I understand that, but you must be very excited.
1: Yeah, I've never been to Mexico as an adult.
0: Your homeland?
1: Yep, it is my homeland, the land of my people. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe I went to Mexico when I was a child, but I very, very, very vaguely remember it because I'm pretty sure it was before 9-11 and before the border got all like super secured.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't think you did. No? I'm pretty sure that was me, and I was months old.
1: No, mom and dad told me I'm pretty sure I was like two.
0: She took you to Mexico?
1: Or three or whatever.
0: Okay. Yeah, I do not re- do not recall. The
1: only memory I have is that I was in a stroller and then I was no longer in a stroller because it broke and dad left it on the side of the road.
0: I have zero memory of that.
1: It's the only thing I remember because I remember being pissed that I had to walk through the streets of Mexico <laughs> instead of being strolled around. Strollered? Yeah.
0: I don't recall. I have no well, memory of ever being in Mexico.
1: Now, luckily- I will be on a resort, an all-inclusive resort (laughs) in Cancun,
0: getting wasted. If
1: I need to be strollered around, I'm sure someone will do that for me.
0: Drinking tequila sunrises.
1: Tequila sunrises in the morning on the beach. On on the beach. On the beach. I'll have a little cabana boy bringing me Coronas constantly. Why's it got
0: to be a little guy?
1: What do you mean? He's a cabana boy.
0: What if he's big and muscular? Big guys aren't cabana boys. They could be. No. Anyone can be anything they want. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being inclusive, Jacob. That's okay. important
1: nowadays. Sure, but you know, your cabana boy is a little boy. He's a little kid. You know, you
0: think just... a child will be serving <laughs> you drinks?
1: <laughs> Fuck, I hope a child is serving me <laughs> oh drinks. Oh my God. I don't think that'll be the case, you know? Right. Because it's an all-inclusive resort where, you know, Americans go. They'd have a problem with that. I would love it if a 10-year-old was like, like, Mr. Jacob, here's your Corona. Misa. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, oh, thanks, me, dude.
0: Me, sir, Jake.
1: Yeah, and he, I'd flick him a peso.
0: Bing. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a dollar.
1: <laughs> a peso. <laughs> hey, bring me another one quicker next time, and I'll give you two pesos, you know?
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> bing, bing. There yep. they go. Great. One, two. Okay, so you've been avoiding packing. Yeah. I'm sure you will be packed.
1: Oh, I'm sure I will be, but I've been avoiding everything. Like, our house isn't clean. Um... Like laundry still isn't done. We've been doing like laundry for like four days, and by we I mean Danny and yes. I've been convincing her to sit on the couch with me rather than continue Do laundry. doing laundry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, okay. Um, I wanted to say just you know on the record that I'm excited to go with your your future bride tomorrow to try on wedding dresses.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very exciting stuff. She's pretty nervous about it.
0: Nervous, really. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. I'll do my best
1: to That's good. calm
0: her nerves and let hopefully she has an enjoyable time. That's good. Shall we move into the first wheel spin?
1: No, actually, we have a big announcement, Jessica, a big, huge, giant announcement. Is
0: it Patreon exclusive?
1: That's right. We officially have started a Patreon exclusive series called Three Shot Cinema. Isn't it clever? It's pretty clever.
0: Jacob came up with it. I
1: did. Love
0: puns.
1: (laughs) Uh, That's right. Three shot cinema. So me and Jess will get together, watch what will probably be a terrible movie and then discuss it and rate it. And it'll be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. We had a lot of fun with the very first one that we did, which will be coming out probably now. Uh, We watched and talked about the movie Malignant. Yes. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but this movie was in fact a movie. It did qualify.
0: It was a horror movie.
1: It The category would be horror. Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: I was horrified.
1: Horrified is a great adjective to use.
0: That is, yes, that's how I felt. Horrific. Yes. Great. Yep.
1: Yeah. If you can hear us talk all about it, if you subscribe to us on Patreon and listen to the very first episode of Three Shot Cinema.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, meanwhile, as we are discussing Patreon, we would like to say thank you to our patrons And those would be Sweet Samantha, TJ, Ricky, Mom and Dad, Ourselves. Pretend I didn't say that. Jeremy, David, Terry, and Danny, of course. Of course. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for the support. And we hope you enjoy. Um, I I guess we should move on now. We
1: should. Into the first wheel spin. Please spin, Jess. I shall. Well, you landed on most used movie quote. So I'm assuming wow. it is the, the quote from a movie that you use the most, most often.
0: Um so Terry and I we cycle through
1: uh uh-huh.
0: quite a few of them. It we quote movies very often. Movies, T V shows, YouTube. Uh-huh. All very often.
1: Is there a reason why you're saying often? <laughs>
0: No, I fucked it up the first time, <laughs> and then I tried to stay consistent to save face. Okay. Um, well,
1: you did a very great job.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, recently the one we we say the most, I would say, is um, do you remember in uh, Ace Ventura when Ace Ventura when nature calls when Jim Carrey is on the plane and the stewardess comes up. And she says, peanut? (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, what does he say? Uh, No, thank you. I've got one right here. And he points to his package. Uh And he goes, it's bulky, but I consider it carry on. (laughs) And she looks at him like, excuse me? And she passes him a pack. She goes, peanut. (laughs) And it's peanuts. I love it. And we've been quoting it very very often. That
1: is a very easily quotable movie.
0: Yes. Yes, it is.
1: Let's see. For me, it would probably be, because I also do cycle, you know, you pick your movies mm-hmm. here and there.
0: Your fandoms. Right. Shows. Yeah. What have you? TikToks uh, and vines.
1: I do quote a lot of those, mm-hmm. but we're talking about movies. And so I think my my most used movie quote more than likely is going to be from Scott Pilgrim versus the world.
0: Yes. That makes sense.
1: And... I, but I don't know what would be the most used quote. I use a lot of them. I quote that movie all the time.
0: <laughs> That's actually hilarious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do say that a lot. <laughs>
0: you just punch me in the boob. <laughs> Prepare to
1: die, obviously.
0: <laughs> I love that movie. I love it so much.
1: Oh, man.
0: You don't have like, a, a, like one a quote standout. you say more often than any other? Scandal.
1: Scandal. It's a good one. Um, You know, I think every single time um, pirates come up because, you know, they come on more often than you'd think. (laughs) Pirates (laughs) are
0: actually really in right now.
1: Pirates are really in right now. (laughs) (laughs) I say that to Danny all the time. She has no idea what I'm talking about. (laughs) We'll be talking about fucking whatever. And then on the TV, a little like promo will jump up for like Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, seven. And... She's like, "Oh my gosh, Pirates of the Caribbean!" And I was like, "Pirates are really in right now." <laughs> yeah, I love that movie Matthew so much. you
0: Patel, I love that movie.
1: Do you I know guess. a girl with hair like this?
0: Yes, that's Ramona Flowers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> None of you are going to get that unless you've seen the movie. But it's the greatest movie ever.
0: It's not the greatest movie ever, but it is great.
1: The greatest movie ever made.
0: Anyway, shall we uh, move into? I believe we're beginning with your story. We are first your park story.
1: That's correct. I am going to go first. I need to flip to. Um, nope. These are my notes about malignant.
0: <laughs> Jacob, we're making great fucking time.
1: I know. You know what's going to put a little damper in that, though? Oh, I was going to say me. No, I got a pee. Really gotta bad. got piss? Really bad.
0: Oh, go do it now before Good. we get started.
1: Good. I've been holding it. All right. I am back from my pee. Yes. And I'm ready to talk about uh my little tale here. Okay. So, parks. There's a lot to talk about when it comes to parks. I chose a topic that would be very taboo. Interesting? Yeah.
0: I don't know how taboo it could be else because we've already talked about a lot of crazy stuff. This is
1: true. But we haven't talked about someone who specifically does this. You sure? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Johan Icorn.
0: Didn't we already talk about a Johan?
1: We talked about a different Johan. Unterweger. That was yeah, that was Unterveger. That was
0: episode 1 of the first season. Third episode?
1: Third third episode. The second I don't know. Who cares? This is a completely different Johann. He was known as the, the...
0: hash flinging, <laughs> the slash No, bringing. the something strangler.
1: <laughs> he was a strangler. He strangled. Johann Eichhorn is known as the beast of Aubing.
0: Aubing? Yes. Yee.
1: So, Johann Eichhorn was born in October of 1906 in the Aubing district of Munich, Germany.
0: A German story.
1: German stories. That's right. Uh, Johann was the oldest of eight children. He completed elementary school. I don't know what grade that actually ends in okay. 1900, early 1900s Germany.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, but afterwards, he apprenticed and eventually got a job for the Deutsche Reichsbahn. Yes, that is the German railroad.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, many of his colleagues believed Johann to be an upstanding, helpful, and reliable man, and he was. But there was something they didn't know about Johan. He had a disturbed relationship with women. He claimed that he felt no excitement with women sexually, of course, unless <gasps> violence was involved.
0: That's that sounds right. like um that sounds like my uh remember Andrei Chikatilo, the Russian guy? You don't.
1: I have no memory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm usually fucked up when we're recording.
0: That is true. But hey, that's what the people want. <laughs> and so forgetfulness is exactly what they'll get.
1: Yeah. I'm going to take a little sip of my 40 Me and then too. we're going to we're going to move on to the next part because it's exciting. <laughs> October 1931. Johann met a 16 year old girl named Katerina Schatzel. OK. And he met her at the Oktoberfest. They hit it off. And he asked her if she would like to go on a bike ride sometime with him.
0: Oh, that sounds like a nice Lovely. little date.
1: She agreed. And Katerina went on that bike ride with him a few days later. And while on their bike ride through Rider Park, uh, Johan attacked Katerina. Oh, my God. Johan threw Katerina to the ground off of her bike, obviously. He then continued to rape her. <gasps> And then he strangled her to death. Then afterwards, he threw her body into a river.
0: Yeah, so far sounds exactly like Johann Unterweger.
1: Okay, but it's a little different. We're going (laughs) to. I'm
0: just saying he was Austrian. And yet this sounds very similar. It also sounds very similar to Andre Chikatilo, who you have no memory of.
1: Vienna Strangler. That's what his name was. (laughs) You said Austrian. I was like, oh, that's right. It wasn't Germany. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. Well, yes, they're not the same. Okay, just because they're...
0: I realize that, just but there cause... are some striking similarities. Okay,
1: but they're different, okay?
0: I understand that.
1: It's like Mickey Mouse and Mighty Mouse. Like, they're different. <laughs> <laughs> Very different. Anyway, it is now May of 1934. There we go. I Sorry, I couldn't read my writing. As newlywed Anna Geltel was riding her bike through Ryder Park.
0: What is it with bikes in Ryder Park?
1: I don't know, but Johan grabbed her, and he threw her to the ground. Oh, But she resisted. Anna resisted Johan, and so he shot her in the back of the head.
0: Because she put up a fight?
1: She put up a fight. She resisted his his actions.
0: Wasn't he going to kill her anyway?
1: He was at least going to rape her.
0: Didn't he strangle the last one?
1: Maybe she gave a little resistance. I don't know. After? Maybe.
0: She did waited until he was done?
1: Who knows? Maybe, maybe he strangled her during. He was just really into it in the moment. I don't know. So after shooting Anna in the back of the head, he then dragged her body into the nearby bushes and mutilated her genitalia with his knife. Wow. His knife being, and now I don't know how they know this unless he did nasty things with it, six inches of knife.
0: No, that is very Andre Chikatilo.
1: A few months later, after this, in September of 1934, Berta Sauerbeck was attacked by Johann Weil, you guessed it, Riding, riding a her bike. bike. When she, quote, fiercely resisted Johan's advances, he, surprise, surprise, shot her in the back of the head. Okay. Okay.
0: There's so a pattern. He's, he's got, a, he
1: got a pattern. Right. He's got a pattern. Um, except this time, the bullet to the back of the head did not kill her.
0: <gasps> Ooh. She lived. Okay.
1: And so Johan dragged her body and he buried her underneath a garbage pit. Okay. Where she suffocated and died.
0: Oh, she died that way? Yeah. Oh, poor baby. Brutal.
1: Had probably had some like dirt and shit in her lungs oh, and stuff. Oh, poor yeah. baby. rough, rough. Moving on. In 1935, Johan met Josepha and they were married. That's right. Happy, happy story. They were married and guess what? They had two children together.
0: Mm, yes. Andre Chikatilo also had children.
1: Yeah. And while they were together, Johan was able to control his urges because his wife loved the violent sex that they had. They were a perfect match, except that wasn't enough for Johan because he continued to attack women, Mm. but no one was killed during this time, didn't kill them. He managed to keep his urges obeyed just enough. I,
0: I mean, you know, a serial rapist is better than a serial murderer rapist.
1: I mean, they're both pretty bad.
0: No, both are pretty bad, but you can recover from that. At least you're alive.
1: Well, unfortunately, this didn't last long. After a couple of years in 1937, 25-year-old Rosa Eaglein was attacked by Johan, leading to her being shot in the back of the head, her genitalia being mutilated, and her body being dumped by the roadside. Mm -hmm. Getting a little more eccentric with our hiding our bodies now
0: eccentric. Um, by that, do you mean conspicuous?
1: Yeah. He threw it by the side of the road.
0: People like, could see it. Yeah.
1: There's there's something going on. Uh, very soon after that, in 1938, 23-year-old Maria Jorg met the same fate as Rosa while she was riding her bike around Forston Rider Park. In January of 1939, some people noticed that Johan was attempting to do some inappropriate things to a 12-year-old girl the people immediately attacked and detained Johan on Fuck the spot. yeah. That's right. Kick his ass. That's right. The, the citizens of Nazi Germany did not stand, put up with this.
0: I mean, at least there's that. <laughs>
1: like, at least, yeah, at least there's that. Um, while under arrest, Johan confessed to the five murders, as well as many other rapes, because not all ended in murder. Right. In fact, at his trial, he was found guilty of not only five murders, but also 90 rapes. 90? 90 rapes. His body
0: count is 90, his forcible body count.
1: Mm hmm. Okay. They expect that it's closer to like 140.
0: Good God. He's just trolling around parks at night? Yep. How does Wifey not notice that?
1: No idea. Uh, probably the only good thing that Nazi Germany did was speed up the uh, process when it comes to being sentenced to death. Like Johan was. They
0: were very into death at that time, I hear.
1: I've heard the same. Right. Uh, In December of 1939, so a short 11 months after his initial arrest, Johan met the guillotine. Guillotine's a cool way to go.
0: Yeah. Um, maybe.
1: That's how I'd want to go. It's fast.
0: But see, I think that's kind of where my hang up is. Oh, you don't like that it was fast. I'm I'm a bit brutal by nature.
1: You wanted him to be fucking watered.
0: Waterboarded? <laughs>
1: no, watered. Like you water. water a witch.
0: What do you mean? What is that?
1: You tie you tie a bunch of shit um, to the to the accused witch, and you throw her in a river. Uh huh. And after she drowns, um, you cut the ties, and if she floats, it's because she was a witch. <laughs> <laughs> and if she doesn't float, she wasn't actually a witch.
0: But she is dead. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> I, either way, she's dead.
0: Um. Yeah. No. I wouldn't want him. I wouldn't want that to happen to him. I don't know. I just, I feel like if it's provable that you've inflicted that much pain throughout your the course of your life, then much pain should be inflicted on you.
1: Nice. I would also agree, mm-hmm. but I'm not a serial rapist, so we'll never be in that situation.
0: Nor are we any type of authority, so we cannot ensure that serial rapists experience this. Not yet. Not yet? Not
1: yet. I'm going to be running for, for office <laughs> <laughs> pretty soon. I'm going to be using this platform as my... <laughs> As my base for my campaign. <laughs> you know? well,
0: careful, because, you know, a lot of people voted for uh, Joe Exotic when he ran for. He
1: did. He almost He almost won. <laughs> yeah. He almost won the governorship of Oklahoma. He did.
0: Was it governor? Yeah. Or was it mayor of his town? No,
1: it was governor.
0: Oh, my word. He, he didn't
1: he need didn't, he didn't to want to be a mayor. That wasn't big enough. He wanted to be a governor. And he almost won.
0: Boy, oh, boy. Um. Well, yeah. You and know? If,
1: if Joe Exotic can do it, I could do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. Well, all right. That was an excellent story.
1: Thank you. Thank you. So there really was not a lot to find on him. I found like.
0: Well, you said it was happening during Nazi Germany. Yes. So there's a lot of other stuff historically going on during that uh-huh. time. People but, aren't necessarily paying attention to that.
1: Right. And and. Specific, like even more so not paying attention to it because the uh German government at the time
0: mm-hmm. like
1: kept this story like hush fucking hush. They did not want this getting out.
0: They wanted support at that time.
1: Yeah, they did not want this getting out that they had a serial rapist that they put to death and all this shit happening in like the heart of Munich.
0: Governments do that?
1: <laughs> I-, I don't know.
0: Governments cover stuff up for the sake of receiving support?
1: I can't be sure. I'm not in government yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not yet.
1: No, but I could tell you this. One when I am in government, right, when I'm elected into office, right, you know, I'll hide all sorts of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm gonna show up to to work every day when I'm elected, and I'm gonna have one of those like really fat, uh, like highlighter style sharpies, like uh-huh. the the Magnum sharpies, <laughs> right. And I'm just gonna use. I'm just gonna bring that with me because I'm, I'm gonna be blacking shit out some R- point redacting. during some point during my day. <laughs>
0: that you'll have a redacting team for your emails and stuff oh yeah no one wants them you're just redacting anyone. Anyway.
1: redacting all of them <laughs> that's right and then once i'm out of office my whole team gets redacted because <laughs> they can't know what they know <laughs>
0: <laughs> well uh excited for you uh uh-huh. support you and love you uh and i'm sure everyone else feels the same
1: thanks yeah um, the only but I was saying the only other article I found, there was only like two articles about this dude. About Johan Eichhorn. Acorn? Ike Horn.
0: Ike Horn.
1: Icorn. <laughs> yeah, we're both saying the same thing here. Okay. Uh yeah, there wasn't much about him. And I found a couple of other like additional sources, but they were all in German. And when my Google translated it to English, it was a mess. <laughs> yeah Google, it was awful.
0: Google Translate has it's got some bugs to fix,
1: yeah, and then I found some YouTube videos, um also in German, and the YouTube translate to English subtitles were were very rough, yes, so I decided, you know what? I'm just gonna stick to the sources that are that were written in English. Mm-hmm. so, yeah, but there we go. that's johan uh Icorn
0: dope. I'm glad we've added him, yes. We've added him to our collection. And
1: he was put to death, which is awesome.
0: I think that's awesome.
1: Most of the people we talk about on the show should be put to death.
0: A lot of them, yes. Well, okay. Now I have to piss.
1: Okay, well, that's perfect because it's time for the break. Nope. Nope. you know how I got you to watch that show and you loved it? Thousand, Thousand pound sisters. Yeah. Right. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, so Danny had sent that article to the both of us. That was that the younger sister, Amy, I believe. No.
0: Yeah. I thought Amy was the. Who's the. I don't who? know about younger, but I don't know which is the oldest. Okay. The
1: blonde one. Anyway, whatever her name is.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, That she drank eight bottles of liquor a week. Hmm. Um, well, did you hear what happened to her? No. So apparently she had some sort of like failure. I don't know if it was like liver failure or kidney failure or some crazy like organ failure that she had. Hmm. Um. But she has been in like a medically induced coma where she lost like 130 pounds because they're controlling what she's eating or yeah. what like what the the nutrients go into her body. But yeah. So she just might lose enough weight while in her medically induced coma to get the surgery to lose more weight. Wow. She found the shortcut.
0: <laughs> she just drank herself into a stupor?
1: Apparently. <laughs> Dude, I when I saw that article, I was like, oh, my God, the amount of respect I have, eight <laughs> bottles of liquor. Terrible. That's crazy. I remember you were like, oh, my God, that's so much liquor.
0: It is a lot. It's not Amy Winehouse, did it? Okay, And where is she now?
1: She didn't make it too long. (laughs) But she had a good time, you
0: know? Sure. She won't have any more now. (laughs) Do you remember Flash?
1: Like Flash Gordon?
0: Flash Gowan. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He's an avid listener of the podcast, very supportive man, right? Wonderful. He sent us a little gift. Okay. In our Facebook Messenger, it says all it said was "worst music video." Okay. And uh, I disagree.
1: Oh, you, you, oh, you are whipping it out. I was about to ask if you were going to whip it out. Here we go. Worst music video.
0: Hey baby, wake up from your sleep. We have arrived onto the future and the whole world is become
1: electronic, supersonic, supersonic,
0: electronic. Hey baby, ride with me away. We don't have much time. My blue jeans is tight, so onto my love rocket climb. Say there, I want to be your space invader. For you I would descend the deepest moon crater. I is more stronger than Darth Vapor. For you is Venus, I am Mars. With you I is more
1: richer than all the czars. Make a wishes on a shooting stars. Then for you I will
0: play on my cosmic guitars. <laughs>
1: and short break. Yes. I am going to spin the wheel. Any objections?
0: I don't object. Please do so.
1: All right, let's see what we got here. Least favorite liquor. Wow. What liquor do you like the least?
0: It's a nice a nice easy question.
1: Not so easy, but for me pretty easy. I hate like fucking bourbon.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I'm not a fan of whiskey, but i I drink whiskey over bourbon. I do not like bourbon.
0: I, I think I'm in the, I think I'm in the same boat. Um, but see what's, it might not be the worst for me though, because with whiskeys, if I'm taking shots of it anyway, I don't drink the expensive stuff. I just don't appreciate it. Right. You know, I don't have the kind of palette that would actually give that the respect it's due according to bourbon lovers uh-huh. or scotch lovers or whiskey lovers or whatever. Um, so I only drink the cheap stuff because I'm not I'm not in it, you know, for the enjoyment. <laughs> right. However, when I mix a cheap shot of whiskey with a sip of well well seasoned and zested pickle brine, that's the juice. You're
1: talking about a pickleback. <laughs> I am talking about a
0: pickleback. I, I enjoy those a lot. It just it, it all depends on the flavoring in the pickle juice.
1: A whiskey with a pickleback is delicious.
0: Yes. It's very good. Um, so because that saves it, I'm going to have to say, as of now, Fireball.
1: Fireball. You're going specific cinnamon whiskey.
0: I don't like it. Wow. It really grosses me out. Like one shot and I'm OK. I don't enjoy it, but it's OK. But every time we've taken three shots of Fireball, I feel absolutely repulsed. Like I'm like barfy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I never have barfed and I don't feel like I'm close necessarily. I just feel really gross.
1: See, I can understand it because when I drink like now I have to drink fireball out of the freezer. I have the little little shots. I buy the buckets and we have them in our freezer just so that like whenever I get home and it's been a long day, I have a little little tasty treat, a little fireball <laughs> um, and it's delicious and I love it. But when I drink fireball that is not frozen, yeah. like and I pour it from a bottle into a shot glass.
0: When you drink it warm.
1: It's awful. Yeah. Awful. Which is ironic because I used to pound Fireball. I remember. Yeah. It used
0: to be like one of your favorites.
1: It was. Me and Danny's mom.
0: hmm Would,
1: yep, we would, I mean, in the course of a weekend, it, I mean, sometimes it didn't even make it the whole weekend, but on like a Friday, Saturday night, we would finish a handle of Fireball between the two of us.
0: My goodness.
1: Loved it literally could just we just drank it out of the bottle didn't even bother pouring it into a glass we would just pass the jug back and forth
0: yeah i'm very happy that it's all done
1: i am too because i don't know if they changed the recipe in the last couple of years or what but fireball is gross unless it's frozen in the freezer
0: i think your palate has matured
1: oh maybe i think so maybe i have had covid so maybe my palate got a little fucked maybe i don't know
0: starting fresh
1: yeah, just starting over.
0: Clean slate. Um. Well, okay.
1: Bourbon and cinnamon whiskey. Now, real quick for you, have you tried other cinnamon whiskeys, or have you only tried Fireball? I
0: have only tried Fireball.
1: So you haven't tried Jack Cinnamon Whiskey, or oh. um, I think Jim Beam has a cinnamon whiskey.
0: I mean, maybe I. In general, Oh, no, they don't. Just in general, I don't. I don't like flavored whiskeys. I don't really like peanut butter whiskey. Screwballs. Uh huh. I really don't like it. Um. But I've tried different kinds of Crown Royal. I don't know if that's whiskey. I think it is. I thought it was.
1: Apple Crown Royal was delicious.
0: I haven't tried one that I liked. I've had people like swear by, I think two different flavors of Crown Royal.
1: I've only ever tried like regular Crown and Apple and the Apple was delicious. The regular, I wasn't a huge fan of. I'd rather just drink Jim Beam or Jack or whatever, but the Apple was good. And I've tried Apple... Jack Daniels and it was not good
0: I've tried um, is it Jack Daniels which one Tennessee Tennessee honey Tennessee honey yep that's Katie's favorite I thought it's gross I didn't like it gross I don't like any I just don't like whiskey scotch or bourbon and something about it's gross I especially don't like it when it's flavored there was only one time I tried I think it was a kind of it was either whiskey or scotch definitely wasn't bourbon I tried it at Henry's Okay. He's, he, this is a friend of our dad's who loves that kind of stuff. And so he had this, he's also a really generous guy. So we were there as guests and like at a barbecue of his and, uh, I was drinking and I told him I didn't like them. And he had told me, you need to try this one that I have, just take a shot of it. And you know, it's, it's supposed to be the really good kind. And I think it was either Terry or dad kind of warned me, like, just so you know, like that's really expensive stuff. Like he's really hooking you up. And so I was like, okay, great. Well, he offered it to me. I'm not gonna say no. I'd like to try it. It was the smoothest thing I've ever tried in my life. Oh, wow. I told him I loved it, and he was like, Do you want me to pour you like a little glass of it? I was like, Oh. I got fucking wasted off of that stuff. It was really fucking strong. And it went it was smooth going down, but man, my stomach was on fire. That you don't night.
1: remember what it was either, huh? Don't
0: remember what it was. Damn.
1: I've tried some expensive shit. Um, dad has purchased me expensive shit. Over the years, Mm -hmm. on like birthdays or whatever. Hated it all. Glenn Levitt, fucking older than me. Yep. Didn't like it. I just can't. I tried, Kyle was like, oh, this is some Oban. This is blah, 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 blah. Was
0: that at uh, that party at Sam's? Yeah. He was passing it around. Was it New Year's or Christmas? I don't know. Okay.
1: Wasn't good. Didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, The only thing so far that I've actually liked that was like more expensive than I'm willing to buy, dad bought me for my engagement party. A fucking expensive ass bottle of tequila. We're talking like two hundred plus for Is that, this bottle of tequila. It's in that fancy bottle.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Looks like like it was handmade type of shit. It was fucking amazing.
0: Oh, the ceramic bottle. Yeah, that looked really cool.
1: It was so good. It was so good. You need to try it. I'm excited. It was so smooth and so delicious.
0: You would buy it again.
1: I would buy it. I think I would. And that's a, it's an expensive bottle. Well, we can talk about liquor all day, as sure, you know. Sure,
0: I'm sure we could.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we should jump into your story here.
0: All right, so when it came to parks and crimes inside of parks, uh, I did a lot of searching into just regular parks and crime happening in those, and it was, you know, a little ho-hum. Just okay. the kind of stuff you'd expect, like petty crime and, and things I assumed you were going to cover, which you did.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Not
0: necessarily a serial rapist in Germany, but like, I, we were anticipating having guests this episode that weren't able to join us. So I wanted to make sure mm-hmm. I didn't like hog anything that would normally just like pop into people's brains. I wanted right. to find something that was a little like on the outskirts. So I've been very curious about this. These uh, missing persons reports coming out of national parks here in America.
1: Yeah, it was apparently a lot of them.
0: Apparently so. And... It's really not a lot, if you think about it, in the grand scheme of how many people go missing per year just in our country. <clears throat> but it is more than I you might guess. Okay. Because you'd kind of think, like, if someone's going into a national park and they're getting lost, it's probably just someone who, you know, got attacked by an animal and was never found or, you know, got lost and died of dehydration somewhere or something like that.
1: Yeah. Fell down a cliff, you know. Right. Starved whatever.
0: It's a death that makes sense. And that has no, it doesn't involve any kind of like foul foul play. You know, you would expect something like that. Um, Apparently, though, there are a lot of just people disappearing in national parks to the point that, I mean, this isn't like a consistent number. This is more just like an average based off of a total I saw. I believe the total was like somewhere around 2,500 over the past 12 years in national parks specifically and disappeared with no explanation meaning huh. they either weren't found or when they were found they were found in a way that didn't make any sense. Hmm. And yet it either wasn't investigated wasn't investigated for a very long time before it was dropped or it was even like covered up and dis- like people were discouraged from asking questions. Hmm. And all of this information that I'm giving you is based off of the findings of one David Palidus That's how I'm going to pronounce his last name. Okay. So David Paulides is a former police detective and the author of a book called Missing 411. He goes into specifically all these disappearances. Um, I guess for whatever reason, they really caught his attention. So he's done a lot of research and interviewed a lot of people that are involved. You know, a family of people who disappeared, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So he talks about the disappearances and... um, he i mean he's done his research like he's got a lot of verifiable information to share however people kind of wave him off because he's got a lot of stuff the other stuff that he shares
1: he's got some conspiracy that theories that not
0: as verifiable
1: is he Bigfoot.
0: He's a Bigfoot believer. Yeah. <laughs> amongst a lot of other things. <laughs> um He also, and this is just according to one article I read. I didn't see this anywhere else, just one article, said that he claimed to be a cryptozoologist.
1: Hey, we've heard of this.
0: Yes. So he is an ologist. Cryptoid?
1: No, no. An uh, ologist cryptid.
0: Of, of the cryptids, yes. Yeah, we've
1: heard of this. Yes.
0: Uh, he thinks something super fucking fishy is going on in the national parks, to say the least. Uh, and he suspects that it's definitely foul play, that the government is covering it up, and it's either because they're responsible for it or because they don't want to deal with it.
1: So I happen to know of a conspiracy theory. Okay. I heard of this from Kyle, who was once on this show. He's a good friend of ours. Mm-hmm. And his conspiracy theory was that uh the government uses national parks to house like secret establishments yes and that if people hiking in these national parks happen to stumble upon a you know government zone that quote unquote doesn't exist they are shwacked and are you know apparently lost missing in the national park forever
0: wow yeah, that is one of the conspiracies that I, at least I believe, based off of what I read, that David Politis goes into.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, it's a big conspiracy theory because in order for you to have evidence of that, you would have had to have seen it and survived. Yeah. So either it's not a very good conspiracy or it's made up out of nowhere.
0: Right. It sounds like if it happened, it would be a guess. But um, I would say that based off of the things that I found, it's it's pretty easy to think that the government either knows a little bit about it or knows all about it.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, not the head of the the government, so not the president, but if some people knew some things. Right. And they decided to just keep it hush.
0: Mm-hmm. There's definitely some things that... So I, I went into this, just so you know, based... I keep saying based off of. you. I, I feel like every episode... When as soon as I get a buzz going, I find like a word or a phrase, and I just kind of repeat that over and oh, over. Oh,
1: over and over. You yeah. do it all the time. I do.
0: And yeah. this this time around, it might be based off of. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, a lot of different conspiracies, and they're all kind of kooky, cryptozoology, and that kind of thing, Bigfoots, aliens, supernatural occurrences, that Mothmans. Kind of thing. Maybe. Okay. Wendigos.
1: Oh. That kind of thing. You know, they've been popping up a lot
0: yes. lately in the
1: whole conspiracy theory channels.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Well, anyway, so David Paulitis, he's responsible for doing all this research and putting it all out there for people to see. And it really has, like, made some waves. So there are a lot of people who are paying attention to the things he's saying. Not all of it, because some of it's a little kooky. But... Uh, People are coming forward with their own stories and their own testimonials all over the internet. Um, For whatever reason, very recently, that's been TikTok quite a bit. A lot of people on TikTok are coming forward saying that they found some strange things in national parks. Okay. TikTok and Reddit, which is about where you would expect people saying that they saw something strange and then sharing pictures and stuff like that. We're gonna talk about some of these theories that I think are interesting Or aliens, because we haven't talked about them in a while and I want to.
1: (laughs) Or aliens. (laughs) Okay. Well, when it comes to national park, like conspiracy theories, Mm -hmm. no, I don't believe that there are government secret buildings and shit in national parks or whatever.
0: I just don't know that I see the point, especially when they have secretive bases out in the open for everyone to see. Sure. And they're still able to keep those secrets and they don't mind that people know they're there.
1: Like I said, I don't believe it, but I really wouldn't be shocked. If it did exist, Mm -hmm. you know, like I wouldn't be shocked if fucking Wendigos were real and our government was hiding it for whatever reason, like our government hides a ton of shit. Yes. And I know because if I was in charge, I would hide so much shit.
0: You've said as much. Yes.
1: (laughs) So I could only imagine. But I have a feeling like if the presidents knew about like Wendigos or whatnot, Mm -hmm. uh, that more than likely, Donald Trump would have at least tweeted about it one time.
0: You'd think you'd think, at least one time, right?
1: He would have tweeted about like, oh, like when Diego's are real, ha ha ha, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right?
1: I need two creamers in my coffee or whatever the fuck, like, like he would just he would just casually mention it in a tweet or something. He does that. Yeah.
0: Um, I didn't pay attention to those tweets. I'm assuming based off of what you said that he didn't say that.
1: I never read anything about a Wendigo. (laughs) No
0: Wendigos. In
1: President Trump's tweets.
0: Okay, okay. There's a book out there, you know, that has his tweets in it.
1: It has his, like, most glorious tweets.
0: I believe you own it.
1: It was gifted to me. (laughs) It was from a coworker. She purchased me for Christmas a book of his, like, half of the book is, like, random quotes that he was, like, randomly tweeted a quote by like Sun Tzu <laughs> and like
0: And then it's a lot of just talking and then, shit. <laughs> and just talks shit
1: about like random people in Congress
0: <laughs> yeah. talking
1: about droopy nipples and <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible, honestly.
0: Oh man. Well, so the the conspiracies that I zeroed in on and I didn't want to spend too much time on each one. I could do a deep dive. That would be honestly an entire episode all to myself.
1: We do need to do another conspiracy theory episode. Of course.
0: And maybe I'll go into these one by one then. For now, I'm going to list these ones that these these conspiracies that caught my eye um, and also aliens because I felt like it. Love it. Yes. And those conspiracies are, of course, aliens slash UFOs. As I said, they're also portals
1: like Stargates.
0: Um, similar, but portals in the sense that you start at one part of a park and end up at another part that is unreasonably far. Oh. How'd you get there? There's some loss of time. It would be impossible physically. That kind of thing. And also the occult.
1: The, see the occult up in the national parks? That makes more than enough sense. There's a sense. lot of privacy out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, the last conspiracy, there is one more I looked into, is the most believable to me. Okay. And that is cannibal transients. Feral people. Did
1: you say cannibal Yes, I did. Jesus Christ. That does also make a lot of sense.
0: It makes more sense than Wendigos.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And it would, honestly, it would explain why people think they're out there. People disappearing and, I don't know. So, I have one example to share with
1: you. It makes sense. If I was a cannibal, I would go live out in the national parks Mm -hmm. where I could attack one or two hikers and eat for a few months, you know? Mm Mm-hmm like that makes sense a little sure. dark sure but right
0: now i like i said i didn't want to do a deep dive so i do have one example to offer something to munch on okay as far as this conspiracy goes the uh the idea of just feral human beings being being in national parks is believable
1: like the mole people of new york city
0: i mean i don't know about new york but oh, i right. don't know anything about that place that's a
1: fun dive you should You should YouTube that.
0: I mean, I know there are people who live underground. I've seen them in YouTube videos. You know, I watch- Live underground
1: and never leave underground. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Yep. I know that.
1: Children are born (laughs) and live and and die. die All in darkness. darkness.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, feral human beings. There is one, like I said, case that kind of offers some support to this maybe being true. And that is the disappearance of one Dennis Martin. Okay. he was a six-year-old boy oh no yes on June 14th 1969 Dennis disappeared in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park in Tennessee he was camping with his dad his grandpa his brother and this was for Father's Day weekend so they were all having a blast
1: they were fucked up they I were, don't know they were drunk as shit how do you let a six-year-old out in the middle of the forest by your... he
0: wasn't in the middle of the forest he was still in their campsite Oh. So the kids were playing, I guess, like a game of hide-and-seek or something. Dennis had run behind a bush to scare the family, you know, like wait for somebody to walk by and pop out and scare them. But after a few minutes, his father and the other kids kind of realized he disappeared behind it and did not reappear. Huh. So, I mean, they did their best at that time to try and find him on their own, and they couldn't. This turned into probably i think it says here the largest search in the history of that park in particular the smoky mountains national park the search effort to find him was massive and it included not only 1400 civilians who volunteered to, to look for him but also the national guard and special forces oh yes
1: why did they bring in special forces
0: we don't know that because they didn't communicate with anybody were not receptive to talking to anyone to anyone and did not answer huh. questions special forces so that's fucking strange
1: that's sketchy
0: they did not find Dennis but something curious did appear in the investigation and i don't know that the special forces who were out there as a part of the investigation shared this but the civilians did and what they did find was two sets of footprints one matched martin's shoes so tiny 6-year-old size shoes yeah the second set of footprints were adult sized, not like Bigfoot sized. It wasn't necessarily that. At least that's not what I'm seeing uh, in the articles about it. I'm seeing that there were two sets of footprints. One
1: Oh was my god. Feral cannibal?
0: Possibly. No! So, uh... The reason why this one is so sketchy to people is because there were eyewitnesses, it was a couple that were also camping nearby, reported to the police when they came in to investigate the disappearance of this boy. They just said it looked really wide, like it could have been a bear because it was covered in brown fur, but that it was running like it was a regular fucking dude. And it looked like he had a child slung over his shoulder, running away from the campsite. And according to them, they got told to fuck off. So, That and all of this other stuff, the fact that they never found him, no evidence at all, not an item of clothing, nothing. Um,
1: They never found anything?
0: Nothing. They found those footprints and that's it. He was gone. Fuck. Mm -hmm. So park officials and authorities believe he either just got lost and died from exposure to the elements and stuff um, or dehydration or starvation or something. Uh, Or he was taken by an animal or abducted by a person. Yikes. The third theory, uh, which combines all of those, uh, as I'm kind of like alluding to, is Uh people on the internet right now, combined with like just some other stuff that they're finding um, that he was taken by a feral person. So like like a mountain man, but not someone who's just living in the wilderness because it's more freeing, you know? It's not that. It's someone who has lost their mind and is living kind of an animalistic cannibalistic lifestyle out in the forest right now yikes there was someone named harold key who claimed that he saw a strange quote wild man running in the woods after he heard a scream he didn't necessarily see anything so that is a third witness i guess to what happened not a, i guess not a witness because he didn't see but it's still a witness because he heard something and it was at the proper time so um either way that's one of the theories that Yikes. we've got something like that going on, and maybe that's why people are disappearing. Um, the other, of course, aliens, UFOs.
1: They think aliens took the kid? No. Oh, okay. I was like, is what the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This is a separate thing, because there are thousands of people who've disappeared in our national parks yeah. recently, like in the past decade. Well,
1: Have you seen a map of the United States? Yeah. Have you seen how fucking massive our national parks are yeah, like they span across multiple states. They're massive. Huge. They're, they're huge. Huge. No, they're enormous. I know. Like they're bigger than some, honestly, they're national parks that are bigger than most states. Like it's ridiculous how massive these bitches are. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, I'm not shocked at all that people go missing because literally anyone, if you, if you can survive in it, you can hide anywhere. Mm hmm and yeah I'm not I'm not shocked about people going missing in national parks but please tell me about how the aliens did it
0: (laughs) oh I will (laughs) so as you know very recently UFO and alien sort of evidence has been declassified by the US government recently
1: yeah they really keep dropping some random ass fucking FBI video
0: no clue what brought that on but it's it's out there now for people to see and that includes declassified US forest service reports interesting um, So I followed up on this to try and see it for myself. I couldn't find anything. It was just a 404. Sorry, couldn't find what you were looking for page. Mm. But this article claims that it was there at least. And that is that a request by someone named John Greenwald uh, via the Freedom of Information Act at a website called the Black Vault. OK. Literally nothing but conspiracy theories on that website.
1: It like, sounds like a pretty.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Whatever it was he requested, if he received something, I can't fucking see it. It's not there anymore. One second, I have to plug in my laptop laptop charger.
1: (laughs) I saw your face just dim immensely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, John Greenwald, the Black Vault, Freedom of Information Act. Um, So, he did that, and apparently it turned up a bunch of declassified U.S. Forest Service reports and stuff that showed that the Department of Agriculture had documented reports of UFO sightings, and apparently alleged alien bases ah on earth that's when it gets a little far-fetched for me you know you feel what you want to feel opinion wise that's my opinion one of the documents apparently detailed an account given by someone who called in to the forest service saying that an alien filled government base was being constructed in the tonto national forest near phoenix arizona I, I have the email here.
1: Oh, you you have it. Do you? <laughs>
0: I do. Um, sorry, the email sent after the call because he had called in, whoever this was, called in on the phone. And it was not a recorded conversation. Okay. But whoever received the call put together an email and sent it out to a bunch of other interested parties. Mm-hmm. The subject Secret government installation being built in the Salt River Canyon area on the Tonto National Forest. Call in report today at front desk. Uh, It's addressed to all. And it says David received a call this morning at the front desk from a male caller reporting the construction of a government secret government installation upstream from the Salt River Canyon past Pinal Creek upstream from Roosevelt Lake. Aliens and at least one detached head are involved. (laughs) What Caller claims to have seen Construction cranes coming out the side of the cliffs Miniature stealth planes And UFOs Aliens and people working together at the site Aliens eating people He found a severed head And claims to have pictures of some of this stuff Caller reported that he is 60 Not crazy and doesn't do drugs he said he had already called the office at the lake, but he didn't know if those people were turning the other cheek or maybe those people had been paid off.
1: M- or, maybe they were, they were alien, <laughs> or maybe they were they were alien. Or maybe they were they were alien Sympathizers. Sympathizers. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> David had him leave a message with Bray, don't know who that is, please let me know if there are any talking points to be developed. I'm sure the Phoenix Media will be all over this. End quote.
1: Was the Phoenix media all over it?
0: I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think they were.
1: Wild guess. I don't think so either.
0: Yeah, no, (laughs) I feel like I would have heard about that one. Um, So there was another set of emails concerning eyewitness reports of, quote, flaming space junk from a UFO or a satellite which crashed into the forest near Massanutten Mountain in the Appalachian Mountains, Uh, specifically in Virginia. And apparently this crash caused a forest fire. So it was there was an effect like the forest fire did happen. People claimed or at least reported to have seen something falling from the sky before this fire began. And there is a photo that I have here to show you, but um, it it doesn't look like it's flaming and it doesn't look like a whole lot. It's not super impressive. I'm going to show you the picture. You ready?
1: Yeah. Whip it out. Okay. All right. It looks like a like a hot air balloon like, really small.
0: It kind of just looks like someone threw, like, a pebble or a rock Oh, it could be.
1: Could yeah. be that. Yeah.
0: Very round. There are no flames.
1: I don't see any flames. No flames.
0: But the people who sent this photo in claim that they saw that, took a photo of it, and that after it hit the ground, a forest fire began. So. Okay. That's at least interesting. Um, who knows what information will come out as the government keeps, you know, unsecreting some of these secrets perhaps something as crazy as a u.s government built secret base specifically for man-eating aliens (laughs) what jacob how do they know what do you mean how how do they know what this top secret
1: government base does because
0: the u.s government declassified and released files proving that a top-secret base from human-eating aliens for human-eating aliens is currently being constructed in New Mexico right now.
1: Okay, uh, let's just roll with and it. And by
0: right now, I mean 2017, which is when this came out.
1: So five years ago, this was being constructed. I would imagine that it's built by now.
0: Yes, and I'll have you know there was a link to these files.
1: And did you read them?
0: I couldn't. They The government had removed
1: them. <laughs> <laughs> was that the 404 error? <laughs> <laughs> look if they can get rid of the kim kardashian sex tapes they can get rid of anything
0: yeah are those really all gone
1: i mean i'm pretty sure i mean they've they've done a lot of effort they put a lot of effort in to get rid of those
0: yeah so
1: did your yeah. part two is coming up <laughs> oh god
0: <laughs> no
1: yeah big big news and entertainment right now oh boy
0: well we'll move on to the next one Just so you know, here's the Black Vault 404 page not found. I did try to find them.
1: You screenshot it for me. Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just want you to know I tried.
1: You found a 404 page not found (laughs) They weren't there. (laughs) Incredible.
0: (laughs) Anyway, the next theory is that located inside the national parks could be um, portals.
1: This is the second time you've said portals.
0: Invisible portals that people are wandering into. Losing time and just popping up in other places in the in the park. David Politis does talk about these. Okay. Mm-hmm. So something to support the theory of their existing portals in the national park. Two-year-old Keith Parkins, he had disappeared while he was visiting his grandfather's ranch in Ritter, Oregon. Okay. Apparently that is either inside or right beside the Umatilla National Forest there. Okay. So his disappearance launched a full investigation. There was no trace of him. And they did find him alive, 12 miles away from where he disappeared.
1: A two year old?
0: Lying unconscious in the snow, not dead. Whoa. So, as a toddler, obviously, how were you going to do that?
1: Yeah, how the fuck are you gonna? gonna <laughs> how the go fuck are you gonna wander that far
0: when it's the middle of winter? It's snowing. It's freezing outside. How are you still alive? How are you lying in the snow? He also wasn't wearing warm clothing at the time, so people are baffled Aww. that he survived this. Keith is now an adult. The two-year-old. The two-year-old. Okay. David Politus uh, did interview him, trying to get information about what happened, and. Keith apparently has no memory of what happened at all. He was two.
1: He was two. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. There was nothing really to share, and nothing significant has happened to him after that. At least nothing he was willing to share. So that story in itself is pretty striking. It's pretty unbelievable. How could a two-year-old manage to do that all on his own? And now the occult.
1: Yes, the occult. (laughs) So excited for the occult.
0: There's a lot of the stereotype you'd imagine. A lot of people will find pentagrams made of rocks or... Look, places where bonfires were built. If I'm going on a
1: hike in the middle of the woods and I'm drunk with my friends, you know I'm going to draw some pentagrams. (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang up some fucking straw dolls up on some trees just to freak some people out in the future.
0: I guess I'm not sure how people exactly connected this to the occult, except that it gives people the heebie-jeebies, and that is staircases.
1: I've seen those random staircases in the middle of national parks,
0: and they don't lead to anywhere.
1: No, they go up to nowhere. And I, I so the one thing that I read about it was like, oh, like these obviously used to be like scout towers or whatever. But I was like, okay, let's just say that was correct. Mm-hmm. Why are they made out of concrete? Right. Like, why are these like genuine, like constructed ass staircases and mm-hmm. not like just pieces of wood right? or something?
0: There are ones made of brick. There are staircases made of iron. Ugh. What are you doing there? <laughs> You know, with no signs of other things being built around it. It doesn't look like someone poured a foundation and thought about building a house and then ran out of money and decided not to. It's not that type of thing. They just, there are stairs. Yeah. And there's nothing else. Um, Outside of that, people are finding, um, they almost look like teepees, but it's branches and they're huge. Branches strung together and they're just there. There isn't, it doesn't really look like there's anything inside. People are also finding perfect circles cut into where like trees and brush have kind of collected so it's very thick perfect circles are cut into that huh it sounds pretty crop circle-y to me it seems like that's something a person could achieve and i know it sounds like it's random and why the fuck would anybody take the time to do that but on twitter the other day i found that in japan someone built this shit and just left it there for people to find
1: oh they just made driftwood skeletons yeah Ugh.
0: Driftwood Art Sculptures in a Forest in Japan by Nagato Iwasaki. So who knows what's going on out there. You guys decide what you feel. Have a look into these stories yourself and uh, let us know what you think.
1: Guess so. You're going through a National Park and you find some stairs. Take a picture and let us know.
0: Something I forgot to mention. There, like I said, there are a lot of people on TikTok for some reason who are talking about it. But it's fucking TikTok. So as soon as something becomes popular a thousand other people will start coming forward with fake stories because they just want views. Yeah. This one chick who I guess is like an avid hiker was hiking around like the like Pacific Northwest. So it was a beautiful forest. She was in hiking and got somewhere pretty desolate high altitude up in this mountain. And she found footprints. Once again, it looked like someone just wasn't wearing shoes. And she said that there were like countless tracks a bunch, it looked like a bunch of people were up there just barefoot. Ew. So, and she took some pictures. It looked like feet. So, I mean, who knows, who knows what's going on? Gross. Pretty gross. Yeah. There's just some crazy stuff going on in these forests.
1: That's why you'll never catch me in them. You don't even catch me in a little park. It know?
0: honestly, it, they are really good places for the government to do experimental shit and get away with it. Like, didn't they come out recently that Diatlov pass was because of like radiation? something
1: i mean if it was i didn't hear about that
0: i thought i'm gonna write that down uh, yeah i thought i had heard something about that
1: i mean it wouldn't explain why they were like slaughtered
0: it wouldn't explain perfect like surgical slices on (sighs) anyone's face no but that's the story they're going with right now
1: (laughs) no Diala pass is fucked
0: Mm Hmm. that story still fucking creeps me out i don't like thinking about it
1: that whole thing is fucked and i I couldn't even go into the full detail because we only talk for like 30 40 minutes each. Right. So, I mean, fucked that whole thing. Fucked and disgusting.
0: <laughs> Awful. Okay.
1: So, go ahead and spin the wheel. Let's uh let's wrap this up. Jessica? Yes. You've been bitten by something and you will now receive its powers. What is it?
0: Um uh a underworld universe werewolf, the original okay. one.
1: Well, I thought we were like trying to be realistic here, but we're going full fantasy. No,
0: an underworld. Well, you said I could be bitten by anything. Anything.
1: That's what I just said, yeah.
0: I would be bitten by the original vampire in the underworld series so that I would be super powerful. Oh,
1: you'd be bad. You got platinum eyeballs. Yep. That'd be fucking good. Marcus, he was the mm-hmm. original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ooh. I
0: get a Marcus bite.
1: Wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's kind of cheating, though. Is it? Yeah, because that's badass. <laughs> <laughs> and my mind did not go to badass places. What did you think of? <laughs> well, I was like, ooh, you know, like, what would I like to be bitten by and receive its powers? You know, And I was like, you know, like, I don't know, ostriches are really fast. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if we're if we're doing if we're doing fi- full on fantasy here, I get to get bitten by something and receive its powers.
0: I mean, it doesn't have to be fantasy. If you wanted to be bitten by an actual thing that exists, like maybe you get bitten by that pink fucking toxic ass millipede I talked about that one time. That can like squirt cyanide out of its body.
1: Yeah. No. Look, Jessica, I'm not going to be squirting anytime <laughs> soon. Okay.
0: I don't know. I
1: know. I know what your, I'm choosing.
0: Your first thought was an ostrich. I know. Shut
1: up, <laughs> Jessica. Okay. I I have a different choice. I know what I'm choosing. And it is. I. Would choose to be bitten by a twilight vampire. Wow. Yes. I will gleam in the sunlight.
0: So. I will. I (laughs) I will gain
1: superpowers of some sort. So. I will have diamond skin and I will bone skinny bitches.
0: That's true. So I am a badass vampire who cannot be in sunlight. Yeah. And you are a not badass vampire,
1: not so badass.
0: But you can be in the I sunlight. I can,
1: and I look beautiful in the sunlight. <laughs>
0: Honestly, if you looked into that universe, the story it's fu- it's boring.
1: It, it's lacking.
0: But if you looked into their actual powers, they're way OP. So overpowered.
1: Yeah, yeah. My my gut instinct was actually to say they're like werewolf thing, but I don't think they can turn werewolves. Right? They're like they're like born that way.
0: The uh, I mean the wolf boy in the twilight thing i thought was like a shapeshifter or something like he wasn't really a werewolf he could just at will turn into a wolf when he wanted
1: i thought they were like born that way though they can't actually like turn other people i don't know
0: no i I mean i I don't know i don't that's not the rule though they don't have to have that ability you just get bitten i mean neither does an ostrich you that's what you thought of
1: oh no shit huh
0: so if it bites you (laughs) if it bites you whatever it is you could get bitten by i don't know the hulk and you would have hulk powers after Anything you wanted.
1: Point. Well, I, I, I'm I, I'm not going to change my answer now. Twilight vampire. I will I will smell seductively.
0: You want every female from the age of twelve to forty
1: five. Forty
0: four. To drool over you.
1: Yes, drool over my over my my diamond nipples.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Razor sharp. <laughs> Okay.
1: I, I I can pay nothing less than $30 for my t-shirts. <laughs> Otherwise my nipples just slice right through them.
0: <laughs> it has to be you need specialty t-shirts.
1: Yeah, premium premium cotton. Oh
0: shit, maybe that's why that's why a bunch of those vampires were just wearing jackets. Th- that's why. They weren't even fucking wearing shirts.
1: You could why, why bother?
0: Just a waste of money.
1: Well, I'm not going to go buy some true religion t-shirts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe you could cut the nipples out. Oh. <laughs> So you can still wear your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's why
1: that's why Kanye made the shirts. all so the cuts in them.
0: There you go. For the vampire. Oh, my God. Is he a vampire?
1: I don't think so. <laughs> <Neither> do I. <laughs> I don't think so. I feel like I feel like he's the type of person who would find out about him and would like beg forever to be one. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah man, no problem. Just just keep uh, give us give us some money here and there. You know, and they're like, oh, he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he keeps like paying them or or making them T-shirts. And see,
0: I don't see that. I see him like desperately wanting what they have to offer. I see them offering it and him turning it down just for clout. <laughs> 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 like that's exactly what he wanted. But he'll say, huh,
1: nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> anyway, I guess that wraps it up.
0: That is the end of this episode about Parks. Porks.
1: Porks. There's a
0: lot more we could say about porks.
1: There's a lot. There's a lot. We only talked about conspiracy theories and rapists. I mean, we got... Actually, one rapist. We avoided murderer... uh, eh, We we dabbled into murderers. But we didn't talk about serial killers. We didn't talk about people being buried alive. We didn't talk about kidnappings Mm -hmm. or...
0: Unexplained human remains. I mean, look, Bigfoot and Wendigos. I didn't even talk about that.
1: That's why I wrote it down. Because you got to talk about that next time. Mm -hmm. So... Go ahead and like, rate, subscribe to our podcast. Anywhere that you listen, download, or stream, go to our website, threeshotsin.com. It is a really cool, really professionally made website. Jacob designed it himself. I made it myself. (laughs) (laughs) But on our website, you can find the links to our socials. You can find the links to our Patreon page or a one-time donation through our PayPal if you don't like the subscription thing. But if... You want to join our Patreon. Now's the time to do it because I don't know if you heard at the beginning of the episode, but we recently have begun three shot cinema, an exclusive Patreon series
0: with more to come. We have more plans for our Patreon supporters. Thank you guys so much for all of your support. Uh, That has been this week's episode of three shots in.
1: Nice. We avoided the number because you had no idea. I forgot. I forgot. I don't think so. I want to. I want to say five.
0: Is it five? I
1: don't remember, man.
0: I don't remember anymore. I don't know either. It's not like
1: it matters. This week's episode is over. Parks, done.
0: <laughs> That's it.